Broadcasting live from Business Radio X Studios in Pensacola, Florida. This is I-10 Wired Radio. Brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, App River, and 850 Media. For more information, please visit i10wired.com. And now, here is your host. That's going to think, I think Rick, you wrote the guitar for that. So uh, we went through a whole list of... uh, of, of music and that's what Jim picked so wow. you should have heard some of the other stuff didn't know you were so hip uh, it, was, it was a little rough it was <laughs> <laughs> this was sort of just like what <laughs> made it drink cut, so. just kind of chilled out um, alright so for those joining us uh, uh, live I'm Keith Overt this is uh, Tim Wired Radio I am surrounded this table by Jim Paul and Bree and we're here to talk about your recent killer book success yeah. Bad words that you get to tell everybody. And we need to introduce who Paul is. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm going to let Paul do that for himself. I, you no, know, I mean, no? he is the voice of I-10 Wired. Right. So. I know, right? It's yeah. going to sound way better than mine. Well, that's true. So, yeah. Paul, who are you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm the guy that gave the mic to about six years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got voluntold, now you're, now, you're, now you're still there? Yeah, he started yeah, MCing right when I started heading up the planning for it. Yeah, so. there's a pattern there. Do you notice yeah. that? Yeah. I don't know if I'm riding your coattails or you're riding mine, but something to I'm that. riding yours. You're the big toe, so. <laughs> right. But you yeah, are the big toe, Jim. We, yeah, we reached out to Paul, uh, like I said, about five, six years ago to um, host the event, uh, and he's just done such a great job every year that we keep asking him back, or we just can't find anybody better. I don't know what the story is, but it's pretty much a volunteer effort on his behalf to take two, three days out to come and, and it's do free breakfast, man. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> the burritos made it worth it, worth it last yeah, year, exactly. right? Yes, so, but no Cheetos. Where were the Cheetos? Uh, it's coming in shiny. We'll make up for it. I promise. We're gonna have you. Chester Cheetos show up this uh, year. The uh, costume is on its way. Mascot, yeah. yeah, it's on its way. So, anyways, yeah, I just wanted to acknowledge you know that he you know what he does behind the scenes and to help make this event happen every what year. What do you he, actually do? I mean, other yeah. than just like some notes and stuff, say a few jokes. And yeah. Stuff. So actually, it's it's interesting. I, people say something because I'm the one they see the most throughout the entire thing. Right. But I really tell them there's an entire team of people that work all year long. When yeah. That, when Jim last year when that one ended. Jim started the planning already for the next one. I so think we was like in the middle of it. We exactly. started planning. And I come in the last month, yeah. basically four weeks. Once they've got all the scripts set up and who's going to be who, yeah. then I start doing my part, which is making the scripts. And mm-hmm. My job as the MC is to keep, I say, the trains on time. My job yeah. is to keep things going, get speakers off the stage, next people moving where they need to be. When the speaker needs to come on, make sure we got the intros. Yeah, It's just to keep that stuff going. And, and last year was the smoothest. We really had a very smooth time last year that was yeah. amazing it was like there was like some lulls like because it was so organized yeah i was like where is everybody and i didn't <laughs> have enough jokes ready yeah. yeah i've got to the point now where i appreciate the lulls you know before i felt like we just had to have something going on all the time right but you need to have some downtime in between sessions <laughs> yeah. and keynotes and all that just so you can just you know regroup and talk make sure there's no fires to put yeah, out go get some coffee all that good stuff yeah. so yeah i, I tease paul because he's there's like, I forgot who the comedian was. He has this joke that, you know, you ever think that the pilots of a 747 make fun of the guy down there with a flashlight when he's pulling in because, you know, he flew it in all the way from Japan mm-hmm. and then this guy takes it in for the last 10 feet. Gets all the credit. There's there's the guy with the flashlight right there. So. <laughs> I should get you some of this. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm going to have to get, get some myself flashlights. some of those flashlight codes and I'll do my little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll That's bring a great it idea. <laughs> What's your, what color? You want green, orange, yellow? Orange. Of course. Orange. Okay. Right. Orange. Get orange. on that. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, okay, cool. So, I mean, just like, why? Why? I just yeah. You woke up one day and said, I'm going to write a book or... I did, almost, really. Yeah. Actually, so a couple of things happened. I've uh, been talking to people for the past couple of years, been watching what's going on in the market, talking to people. Did a couple of speeches last year, fall. Did one at I-10 Wired, another one at another tech conference. And it was called Human versus Robot, How You're Going to Win. 
And it was really to help tech people understand the market's changing, but you've got to keep up. You may mm -hmm. be skilled, you may have jobs today, but you've got to keep up. And I needed something to sort of qualify and quantify their career value. And I need a symbol. These are techie people. They're going to want a symbol. So I searched around looking for a symbol, didn't want to make one, and found this AE symbol, like you mm -hmm. used to see in the word encyclopedia mm -hmm. or Caesar, and said, that's a pretty cool symbol. And then I saw it was called an ash. And that was even better. Oh, there you go. Because, I mean, what yeah. can you do with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the title of my presentation at the end, the last slide was about, and I told them about the ash throughout the presentation and why that's their symbol. And they got to make sure they're growing it and doing the things they got to do. And at the end, it was a growth chart mm -hmm. or guy running down a train track, chasing the train. And it said, move your ash or get left behind. And people loved it. So that actually is how the name of the book came about. There you go. All right, I'm going to take the mystery out of this. What is an ash? It's just an ASCII character, 198. I mean, that's as simple as it is. So it's a character. It's just a letter. See, it's a letter. He said that, then it went right over my head. So as simple <laughs> as that was. It's, so you it's a, a letter in the alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's it, huh? And that's it. And it's actually still used in a few languages over in uh, Northern Europe. Huh. Yeah. But most languages don't use it anymore. You just kind of see it. Uh, and it, and it's in, I'm resurrecting it. I'm making it something new now. It's, and it's the in, modern day thing. Okay. And it symbolizes... What? It's really so about just getting needed something to say. How do you qualify and quantify your career? Is not just your skills and talents. It's experiences. It's your successes and failures. Yeah. It's your personality. Yeah. There's all these things about you. In fact, we call it like 300 dimensions of you. So you got to figure out how do you quantify that and qualify mm -hmm. it. So we needed a symbol, and that's the symbol we're using. Uh, and again, we chose some simple things. So you got attitude and aptitude. You've got engagement and emotional intelligence. They're all A's and mm -hmm. E's, but there's still so much more about people. So the so it's goal like the is artist just to formerly you. known as it's basically what it is. Yes, <laughs> it's really just to get people to start thinking about your value. Yeah, what value do you add to your job? Your and role, all the intangibles and all those little things that people don't understand add value or can subtract if yeah. they're not paying attention, and just making them aware. Yeah, the whole book's about awareness. So did you? And I'm sorry if I'm taking all your questions here, Jim, no, but, yeah. but did you find yourself exploring a lot more awareness within you while you wrote this? Yes. In fact, I share a lot of stories in there about my experiences in the careers, which I've had some great success stories in my career. I've had a few times when I got knocked down pretty hard. Uh, it happened a little while ago where uh, you know, normally as an entrepreneur, I get knocked down and I pick up, dust off, move on. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple times in my career, though, I got set back pretty hard and uh, made me think a little bit more about what was going on. And like what? Hearing, can you talk, can you talk about them or, or well, they? Yeah. Or you got to read the book. There's there's a couple of things in the book, but you know I'll talk about one in particular. Uh, happened about seven or eight years ago, and me and another and I tell the story in there of a company where I formed. We we took my product and merged it with his company, and we created the two of us really just built something out from it. And we had an agreement where we wanted to take this company, get venture funding, which we did, right. and then grow it and sell it, which I had done a couple of times already, growing and selling companies, and. We got to the point where we were growing, we got our venture capital, we were growing, but he changed it into what he wanted as a lifestyle business. Instead uh -huh. of an entrepreneurial grow and sell, he wanted to basically generate a paycheck. Well, that's not what we agreed to, mm -hmm. that's not what I wanted, and so yeah, in the end, I basically had to say, Kaboot. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go do something else. It's an emotional train wreck, isn't it? It's tough, man, it's your baby. Yeah. It's, you know, these things you create, and. Even with my book, you create these things. It's hard to even let this go. In fact, I was doing a little video with my daughter the other day where I'm talking to my book on the table, mm -hmm. and she comes in and goes, are you talking to your book? And I'm going to be putting that out there a little bit later. Yes, I'm talking to it because it's hard to let it go. I don't want to put it out there in the wild. Might, but I'm, what if it's not accepted well, right? What if people read it and go, 
what is he thinking? Yeah. So it's, have you gotten any of that yet? I haven't got the what are you thinking. Well, let me be the first. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think but, he's been asked that before, before the book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was, yeah That right. answer was prepared. Now they understand what I'm thinking. <laughs> this is where that guy comes yeah. from. The one cool thing, though, is the editor I worked with, Susan Lewis, she was phenomenal. She said something to me early on. She said, write as if you're talking to them. Yeah. And I have that on a sticky note on my computer still. And recently, people who did not know that story came to me and said, I feel as if you're talking directly yeah. to me when I read this, which means I guess I hit the mark when it came to that. But uh, yeah, that's, wait, back that's up though. You got a sticky note that's stuck that long on your computer? Yes. Dude, what brand is that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's still there. I don't know <laughs> why, but stickies. it's yeah, yeah. Really yeah. it's still stuck there. So, <laughs> so as you do the audiobook, you think that does that come across as like we're sitting across the table from you as well? I think so. So it's funny. I started playing around with it the first time, and my wife listened to the first few chapters, and and it was me talking like this, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, because I was trying to keep it within the range, and she goes, "Oh." Oh my gosh, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Bueller. Weren't you recording Bueller. that in your closet too? Yeah, well, my special recording studio. We do have pictures of me in my recording studio that we'll release at one point, but um, no jokes about the closet here. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's uh, equal. But, uh, but we, yeah, we actually, uh, so then I had to put more personality into it. Sure. And, uh, and that was a little more fun. I had some, in fact, uh, I was telling you guys a story earlier. My daughter is in, the, she has many stories in the book, and there's one about I, tell, I, I told her at a dinner table where she didn't have to follow the rules if she didn't right. want to, of course. And she was so excited, and I'm feeling <laughs> the stare of my wife across the table. And, uh, and so I animate that one in the book. And that actually, that, that made it fun. That actually made it uh, yeah. fun. And, and, I, and I try to, the vocal variety and things in the, in the audio, but, but it's really... It's as if when I was writing it, that's how I'm listening to it in my head. That's yeah. how I'm thinking and saying it. And when I tell people it's essential, you've got to do this. That's what I'm saying. So did you kind of did you just spitball it, or did you like write an outline and decide what each chapter is going to be, or did you, you just kind of? Yeah, no, there it? was a ton of content. So I had a lot of content to pull together. In fact, I probably took out. I could probably have doubled the size of this book with the content. Uh, I definitely I had. wouldn't be able to read exactly, it which is why I had to parse <laughs> it down. Uh, but then using tools like Scrivener. Scrivener was an awesome manuscript writer that allowed me to pull it together into content. And then, so here's what's really funny is I had three sections of the book. Mm-hmm. And they were titled something, I can't even remember what they were titled, something stupid. And I kept talking to people when I tried to explain it to them about the no, grow. And I was saying promote. Mm-hmm. My wife's the one that says, why don't you say show since they all, hey, no, grow, show. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling people that story. But yet, one night I'm struggling with my book because I couldn't get the chapters right. I couldn't get the sections, where what lined up with what. And then it finally dawned on me. Here I am saying no gross show out here, but I didn't have the sections of the book called that. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. So yeah. I, it was that. So even though I thought I had everything organized and everything was there, it took one night to finally figure out there's the three sections yeah. of the book. And then everything fell apart. It fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It, bah, it, it, it's it working. Off. And now you have a book. So. And then it came together. Yeah. Do you, did you... How many times did you have to sort of step outside yourself from the the author aspect and start looking at it from a reader's aspect? Quite a few times. In fact, I had a few beta readers help me along the way. Sometimes I would give sections to people as yeah. I was developing it. One of the things most important to me was making sure I had the right tone of voice for all different types of people in the careers. Mm-hmm. Not just someone at my age or experience or someone who's 30s and in their 30s, but even a young person coming out of school <laughs> thinking what do they need to know? What are the things I can teach them in this Mm -hmm. book that they at least have the advantage of getting this ahead of time before they're in their career? Yeah. So I did have some readers who helped me tweak it a bit to say, you know, here you're going off on this tangent, maybe come back over here. 
and uh, and just follow it. Again, it's this is a culmination, not only the physical process of getting it together and then physically doing it and then marketing it is really a culmination of tons of people. It's yeah. not just me. So, Even though my name's on there, it's kind of like the MC thing. <laughs> Even though my name and face is there, yeah, it's you need to, you need to write a longer acknowledgement for the second edition. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's already a couple pages. And... <laughs> Jim, you're in there. <laughs> uh, am I? <laughs> you should be. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you was, you know, we we've seen how technology has revolutionized, you know, the music industry. You know, you don't have to, you know, get signed by a big record label nowadays. You can just you know, crank it out on your own laptop and promote it on YouTube and all that yep. kind of stuff. What have you seen as far as changes, as far as, as far as getting a book published, creating one from scratch, getting it to, you know, where it's out there, where, where the general public can get a hold of it? What, what, what do you see as, you know, the game changer there that makes it easy for anybody to do that now? Yep. So when I finally did decide I am going to do this, I'm going to write a book and Steve Wilmer made me set a date to do it, which I did follow. Uh, I started researching, should I go the d- publishing route, get a get an agent and then a publisher. You don't go to a publisher, you go to an agent and then an agent represents you to a publisher or the self-publishing. So I researched both. What's it gonna take to do either one? What's the pluses and minuses? Asked a lot of questions, but I ended up going the self-publishing route for two reasons. One is it allows me a lot more control, Mm -hmm. including owning the content of this book. So if I wanna take and make sessions and and seminars out of this, Mm -hmm. I can do that on my own versus a publishing house will own the contents. And the other thing too is I didn't have to sell anyone on the fact that to, to take this because they're going to put their money into it to go market it. All right. So that's why they get their stuff back is because they're going to put a lot of money forward. Instead, yeah. I chose I'll do it myself and put my own money into it and right. do it that way. But you're right, Jim. I found CreateSpace. Amazon's CreateSpace is this phenomenal thing. In the end, this was a Word document uploaded, formatted Word document uploaded to their system yeah. that then I say, print me one copy and send it to me. They did. They sent me a proof copy of physical book, mm-hmm. and I look it over, make sure the page is where I want them to be, but in the end, it's a Word or PDF document yeah. that they take. The cover is an image. Wow. We, we crowdsource the cover. Uh, you go out to a group organization, and you basically give them a lot of characteristics of what you want. And then people just start submitting designs. And in the end, I picked one designer who won. Yeah. They got it's like paid. Upwork or, or, or Fiverr or whatever. 99 Designs. Yeah. That was the one I chose. Yeah. Uh, based on another author I know who's, I see your book sitting Is it Kevin? Books. Yeah, it's Kevin. Yeah, Miller, I was going to yeah. say, so, and Trish did the same thing too. Trish yep. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, same thing. So, you crowdsourced the cover. Uh, the insides was really, in the end, like I say, a word formatted document. My editor helped me with there. But in the end, you upload all this stuff and they show you what the book looks like. You say, print a copy and they mm-hmm. print it on demand. They actually print, bind, and ship it to you on demand. See, that's cool. So no yeah. waste. Yeah. So there's no stock, which again, a publisher will typically pre-print a bunch. So, mm-hmm. so to me, the, the technology process allows me to put this out there. And then to convert this to a Kindle format was real simple. Mm-hmm. There's things you do in the Kindle. You take out the headers and the mm-hmm. footers, and, and you format your pages, and some of the charts you have to format a little differently for a Kindle mm-hmm. format. But same thing. And, it's and like signing a contract it. with Capitol Records or Interscope. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make more money with Interscope. That's true. Very true. <laughs> and it really, yeah, and some of it's the money, but a lot of it is because you're still going to spend. That's the issue. Yeah. Is you're going to yeah. spend it. If you want to market it, you've got to spend the money right. to market it. Yeah. you have more control over it. Correct. But you've got more control, and I can make decisions that are mine, not theirs. Right. So let's. I, I want to talk about the marketing because I think that's probably the make it or break it with it any is. book, right? Because let's face it, this is a saturated market. Yep. Right? Enter Brie. Enter, yeah, enter Brie. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what was your strategy? 
Well, like Paul was saying, uh, the difference between publishing and or having a publisher and doing self-publishing is is a bear to kind of make a decision on. Because I do have a client who has a publisher um, who has made six figures a year on children's books, you know. Um, but again, she's now wanting to self-publish a new book, and it is a nightmare with all the licensing she mm-hmm. has. She has no control. You know, she can't take her existing books and sell them anywhere else yeah. without going through them. So it, it does become... Nothing worse than losing your creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, um, you know, but it's a, you know, it's it's a decision that every author has to make. So um, with Paul's marketing, so Ma- Paul reached out after I was on a panel um, mm-hmm. with the digital marketing mavens mm-hmm. that Beth McLean puts on. And um, we met for the first time. And when he first explained to me what the book was, I was like... What? <laughs> Wait, okay. You lost me at orange, dude. <laughs> yeah, no. no, and we hadn't. He, no, you know, we haven't he, got to that he point co- yet. It was at the infancy stage. He, mm-hmm. had, he had the content he had written. He had had the, the idea that he wanted, the outline, and so you know, it took me a little bit of time to wrap my head around it. But once I fi- finally figured out what he was trying to do with it, I was like, "That's really smart." There's really not anyone else that's doing that, right? Um, you know, of course, you can read thousands of blogs on how you can increase your, you know your increase the looks of or make your resume better looking Mm -hmm. or you know um how to sit in a job interview how to dress but there's really nothing that kind of tells you what you know how to quantitate or you know collectively promote what your value is yeah and so um and i think the way that the market is moving with a lot of freelancers a lot of you know uh, 1099 contractors Mm -hmm. in the creative world that's something that's super important um, because so many people are so focused on what they're good at. And so um, part of that was was really interesting to me. So when we first talked about the cover, <laughs> we talked about how a lot of people, you know, in their career, especially in our ages, they're they're kind of under construction, right? So mm-hmm. it was like a light bulb <laughs> went off. I was like, you have to use construction cone yeah, orange. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> point. <laughs> that is a good point. She did. That's what we you are. have to use. You know, it's such a powerful color and it's really... It's very popular in this area. Up yeah. Here too, it's so. pretty close to, um, you know, a lot of people don't think about it. It's kind of close to what Amazon's color is. There's is more of an, a yellow orange. Right. True. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of like triggers and reactions that happen when you see that color. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is something that I need to have, you know, and, and it being a, not, I wouldn't call it a self-help book, but a book that is not fiction yeah or it definitely gives you a different way of looking at yourself something you know that grabs your attention right away in the pages it's something that you need to have you know if it's sitting on a shelf with something else it kind of sticks out so that was kind of where we started was working on the cover through mm-hmm. 99 designs and concepts and uh, from there you know if there's any reason to throw a party I'm like all about it <laughs> <laughs> that is true he's like I'll do your book just so I can throw the launch party let's see okay well, well hold on though like the that was only a couple months ago yeah, right so you, I mean like you were, you've got January, January beginning, of, beginning yeah. of February no it's February, yeah, February. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. November so, 1st I came home and told my wife I'm writing a book and she said when I said I have to get to the editor by January 16th because that's the date I told still Steve Wilmer she goes next year like in two months <laughs> yes yeah. and then I set the date for April 1st to have the website and this book done and we missed it by three days because we, oh, were, it, we wanted to make sure the website the was show's over <laughs> no we, we wanted a lot out of our website more than just a static website so we, we uh, and we got a great design so yeah Three days later than my my deadline from November first to bad. April first to have that thing live. So not bad. bad. That's I mean, like <laughs> heroic. Are look, you kidding me? Yeah. Look, all, all I'm saying is like like astronauts aren't allowed to be three days late to the moon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, well, I'm just kidding. Luckily, we weren't shooting for the moon. Right, exactly. Right. Um, so why the interactive website? 
Or why more than just steady? Because it's more than just a book. In fact, you know, I, I joke with people and my poor wife who has to put up with all this, but I'm, I did more than write a book. I'm actually trying to change. Every, I'm trying to help people change. So there's an interactive website that has tools you can download. We're actually building another piece of the website that's behind the scenes right now where you can come out and on a regular basis, doesn't matter, daily, minute, whatever you want, and just record things you do. And we're going to help build the insights of what value you're adding to things. Uh, sort of this uh, natural language processing model, mm-hmm. if you think of it that way. Uh, some great students over at UWF that are helping me with that. So there's even another behind the scenes that's not even out yet. See, it pays really, to hang in the techie world when mm-hmm. you're doing stuff. I was going <laughs> to say, that's the thing, right? I'm a techie. I'm a techie guy. Right. So I realized it's more than the book is just the start. The book is to get people's appetites going yeah. and then to guide them down a path that says, here are the tools. Here's the way you're going to change your thinking about mm-hmm. this. This is just the start. So, But it all has to fit in and line up. It's a whole lot of self-awareness. It is. Which is totally underutilized in today's society, I think. Well, and one of the things that did scare me along the way, and as I'm reading this, and I realized it, and a couple people have said something to me, is it's not going to be the type of book that everyone's going to read and think, this is what I got to do, and I'm going to do this and go do this. There are some people that are looking at their job now going, yeah, I don't really add a lot of value. And my book is, if you're not doing, if you don't Mm -hmm. understand what value, first of all, and second of all, if you aren't adding a lot of value, you could be replaced with an algorithm mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah, that's true. Because if all you're doing is a series of tasks, I come in, I process this queue, I go home. Yeah. They can so, build an automated robot or something to do that. It's it's funny you said that because I think it was just last week, it was Gary Vee said it. He said, if you are working to just like get out and freak out on Friday for the weekend, he's like, you need to seriously go back and check out Monday through Thursday because mm-hmm. something's not right. Yeah. You know? So... I can um, ascribe to that because of where I was and where I am now it was the same thing. It was it was the Monday through Thursday was just not so. Could use your book. Years ago. <laughs> you know, I actually get that. I get Thanks, say, oh, I could use it, but I always tell them. I said, "You're still here right now. You got still yeah. two years from now. You don't want to say that again. So yeah. start reading today." Mm-hmm. So, um, have, did you find value in your job? As you were going through this? And I know yes. that's putting you on the spot. But. Yes, absolutely. And so I'm one of those, and I say it in the book constantly about zigging and zagging. I, I did not have a linear career. My career has not been linear, and it will not continue to be yeah. linear. What I'm doing today will change again. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and actually, there's a couple more things I'm working on with some folks. But it's one of those things where my value, and I kind of touch on it here a little bit, but I do it more in my speeches, value changes. It, it, value is not the same thing every day. It's kind of the, the same thing with uh, um, if you think you have a purpose in life, yeah. you don't. That, that's the wrong question because you have to look at how do you put purpose into everything you do. That comes from Passion and Purpose, a book that's a really good book about it. So the same thing's true with values. Your value won't be the same year after year. Right. What value you add today and tomorrow, because remember, value is about successes, failures, experiences, skills, talent, right. everything you do. So your value changes. So that's the way I look at my career saying, in five years, I could be doing something very different because my value will be different. I'm right. looking, I'm constantly scanning the market to see where can I add value. Yeah, uh, And that's sort of an entrepreneurial thing too. That's what entrepreneurs do. They look and say, hmm, there's a problem over there. I should solve that. See, I was always looking like, what can add value to me? Is that not right? <laughs> <laughs> well, kidding. the value equation is right? benefit divided by price. It's that's a, right. It's so a give and take. It's a give and take. <laughs> there has to be two sides. Um, in the in the strategy of, of marketing, whether it's a, a I mean, do you approach a book like you approach anything else, you think? I think with marketing, you approach every client differently. I mean, it just depends on... Aside from the party. No, even the party. <laughs> yeah, the party's good. Oh, no, my, yeah, see, Kevin yeah. and I had a very different party, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and now, the only, the only thing that um, I do typically try to do, 
um, for any downtown event uh, is I typically try to put it on Friday and I try to put it on gallery night mm-hmm. because it just makes sense. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you smart. She's smart. This one. <laughs> it just That's makes why sense. I found her. So, um, you know, once he said that he wanted to launch the book on April 1st, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you gotta have to wait. We have to, we, well, no, we, we need to have, we need to set a date for the, the event. Um, let's do it on the 20th of April. It'll be spring. It'll be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and once you get the book out, you want the momentum to, <clears throat> to skyrocket. You don't want it to yeah. to lag. So um, we kind of base everything off of those those timelines and deadlines. And um, Paul had even started on a, you know, the reason we missed the, the April 1st date is he had, you know, we started on a website, um, but I'm really in particular, I'm very particular about branding. My God, you can get lost in the websites and the uh, digital. Well, yeah, and mine was and, and Especially with branding. Mine when you got to get hacky. Yeah. Dude. Well, and. Um, she was <clears> nice. <throat> she looked at it and said. Mm. <laughs> no, I didn't even get that. I got I just eye roll. Got, eh, we'll work on it. Well, it's just what he just said, right? You you add value and you create solutions. Right. And so I had this really incredible <laughs> uh, web developer, and so instead of saying hmm, I said hmm. Hey, I have an idea. I have this she guy. She came with solutions, man. She with did. solutions. Hey, I have this guy that's um really incredible, and he's his name is uh, Geo Brookhart, and we've worked together before on several mm-hmm. uh, projects and. And so he was able to take that, um, take the concept right. uh, that Paul had and, and put it together in like two weeks, which is amazing. Yeah, that's pretty fast. Pretty yeah. fast. Um, it made it look incredible. And then we went to uh, Barrett McLean, who mm-hmm. is uh, Beth McLean's husband, and he did the, f- the photos for Does us. great pictures, yeah. Uh, there's a gal in um, uh, Mobile mm-hmm. in Alabama that is content writing. She wrote the content for us, um, or at least revised content and, right. and help us put some things together. Um, then we went to Jeff Harris and James Ellen at Ellen's at a uh, breeze video mm-hmm. and had a short video about the book. And so you know, it's a lot of moving pieces. And so what my job, my job typically is, is just to manage the moving parts Project management, yeah, and do a lot of the conceptual ideas and, um, you manage the logistics of everything that kind of happened. Yeah. So, um, we found some, really you just got told be here at this time, smile, wear pink. Yeah. Oh well, orange. and then here, orange. and then they put all that makeup on me one time. Oh yeah, you got powdered. That was the first time. It's, that was it's more weird, isn't it? Oh, also, yeah, a makeup artist. Yeah. Yeah. Time to time. Yeah. Jack of all trades. <laughs> Depending on the the needs of the client, you know. Okay. So, uh, so how are you going to keep the momentum going? So we're getting ready to get the photos back from the event, which yep. uh, we've started to see come in, and they're really, really fantastic. Um, so we're going to use a lot of that. Um, I know that. He has plans to work on some web- webinars that'll mm-hmm. spur from the book. Um, we definitely have, I think, to do maybe one or two other signings over the next six months. Yeah. Of course, he's going to have lots of speaking engagements. Yeah. So um, w- before you got here, Paul had this great airport idea <laughs> that I think <laughs> you should right. totally knows, implement into your battle plan. the cafe, yeah, Atlanta Airport. Yeah. To sit at the he cafe should just go just from layover to layover. walk by, yeah. Hey, I'm Paul. Here's Put it at my little table. How do you want me? How do you want me to sign this book for you? Nine ninety-five. <laughs> I must have missed that conversation. I'm just telling you. You never know. It might you work. You didn't miss much. It'd be so outrageous. It might just work. She's like, dude, there's this guy up there making me buy his book. I'm just gonna stand on the corner, of Pensacola yeah. down here. Uh, that probably would work too. I mean, you got a lot of fans here, man. Yeah. I, the people, I would stop. Well, it, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> we implemented window clings, and I thought that was yeah, the yeah. window clings were yeah. work. So I got a lot of compliments uh, my wife always says when i say i got a lot of comments she's like were they comments or compliments yeah. <laughs> yeah. i got compliments are you gonna wrap the car no i'm not uh, gonna wrap the car no uh, <laughs> are you thinking about it no someone talked about getting an orange car i don't know that i'll get an orange so i said wrap it again yeah, just wrap it i don't know 
I was just going to make a comment. It's just been really interesting to me to watch over the last, I don't know, four or five months, just how you've like totally rebranded yourself <laughs> on social media. It's, I mean, to the point where people thought that you weren't even in town anymore. That right. They, you know, they That's thought true. you'd left Pensacola. <laughs> and, accomplished. Yeah. I mean, it was just yes. amazing. It I was that to, international book tour thing. I think Bree just validated her invoice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Paul got a panic text for me one day. I was like, are you still in Pensacola? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had this I-10 thing going on. Yeah. Thankfully, nice. you know, be, it was I'll be there. All, all proved to be false. So it just, you know, what, how did you go about doing that? What, how did you have any, did you just read a guide and say, you know what, I'm going to start doing it this way and, and, or did Brie coach you on this? Or So there or were a what? couple of things, uh, two things in particular, and Brie clearly was a majority of it, getting the name and how the image and just keeping the branding and the themes going together. But I'll tell you, the other thing was LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn yeah, you has are all changed LinkedIn. dramatically yes. in the past six to nine months. And I caught on to, uh, got engaged with some people that had started to see this change and how to take advantage of it and hooked up with some people that just, we, and we have phone conversations, and there's one guy in particular in London, in fact, he's quoted in my book, chapter 18 at the beginning, Chris Williams, he and I have talked, he's a coach, and he's helped me figure out, he's built a huge offer of uh, following out there, and I said, how'd you do it? So we talked about it, and I started doing some of the things he suggested, and next thing you know, yeah, I've got people from around the world that I'm engaging with, setting up Zoom videos, there's one guy in Australia that was 15 hours ahead of me, we did mm -hmm. a Zoom one day and just chatted. In fact, I'm on his uh, little uh, HR uh, webinar he has. He's got me on his HR webinar. So that's the thing. The worldwide aspect is, is a lot easier today when you do things like LinkedIn. LinkedIn just gives you this phenomenal ability to connect with and engage and talk. And, and leverage your expertise. And leverage expertise. In fact, that's what it's really about. In fact, Chris said something to me one day when we we're doing a little coaching session. He said, Paul, and this was right before the book came out, he goes, they're not buying the book right. because of the mm -hmm. contents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's level six, man. They're buying the book because it's you. Mm -hmm. And he says they'll get excited about the content, but they're buying it because it's you. So that made me change how I think about what I'm saying, what I'm doing, how I'm presenting myself. And then, of course, yeah, Brie. Brie took it to a whole nother level. I can't even match what she did. But you, but you reached that stage where you can no longer sell a product because you are the product. Correct. Right? Like that's that's... That is the final stage of the entrepreneurial but life cycle. They'll, they'll right? pay to show up at your speeches. They'll pay to they'll, yeah. they'll buy the next book you put out. They'll yeah. buy if you've got uh, webinars or seminars. They'll buy they'll buy those to get access to you. Yeah, yeah, smart move. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then of course you know you use the you know, all the the moving parts of Facebook and Instagram and. Twitter. It's there. It's accessible. It's cheap. Right. Well, I don't and mean it's, cheap like cheap, but I mean it's I spent feasible. Yeah, you know, when you think of major design work so i do have a designer i work with now but you know when we were planning for this event i mean most of the graphics i did myself so it was you know everything was done through canva yeah. you know, some things through photoshop but we had the right pieces we made sure we had the right colors from the yeah. book we had the photography that would make sense um, i mean something like this in the early 90s would have costed you 100 grand maybe oh yeah it would have been At a least. lot of money and, and you mm. couldn't have the reach today yeah Be just physically i don't think you could have had the reach only the big One major degree, brands right? would have, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what's next? What's what's part two say? Part two. There's more than see it's oh, more see, than oh, just a see, book. there we go. That's hey, I'm just there is another there. There. Right, I was gonna say there is another <laughs> book, but there's it's it's all the other stuff. It's the follow on <clears> website <throat> and that other website uh, which we'll probably be calling my ash dash, which is the dashboard for yes, for your ash. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that laughs> your which idea? came from Bree. <laughs> well MVP right here. <laughs> you, you got it. 
That's for sure. So it's going to be uh, your dashboard, which we'll have a lot more about. So there's that part of it. But there's also the second book. In this book, the show part is only about 20%. And I did that on purpose because mm-hmm. you need to understand the know and the growth. Sure. Spent a lot of time on the know. There's a bit on the grow. The show, I touched a little bit on it. It's only three chapters. The entire next book is going to be about promoting your value because that is the piece so many people have a hard time with. I mean, understanding so Bree's going to write half the book. So I was going to say, right, <laughs> she's going to help me figure it out. But it's really about not only getting people to figure out how to tell stories about their value, yeah. but more so how to get other people to tell your story. Mm-hmm. That's what's powerful. And that's what I've seen on LinkedIn. Yep. That's what Bree's helped me do is when you start telling stories, and I've got people posting about me to mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. I had a guy that I spoke with. I met him on LinkedIn. We engaged in some content that we just felt it was good. We reached out, had a phone call. He's a CEO of a company in New York City. He then posted a thing about my book when he bought it, posted a picture of it, put it out there on LinkedIn. And he even said, he goes, for 16 years, I have not read anything about career development. This is my first book. He goes, and this is the first one I physically bought. He says, because I want it in my hand so I can write on it and do things. He does audio and electronic. So Mm -hmm. this guy, I'd only met only a month before. We had a great conversation. He went and bought my book and put that out on LinkedIn for his entire network to see. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's just can't, amazing. Can't beat that. It's, it's pretty just cool. amazing. So with, uh, with 850 Media, one of the slogans I've always said is, is your story is only as good as the person telling it. Exactly. Right? And so if you yeah. can get somebody, you're right, if you can get somebody to leverage that, there's nothing better than word of mouth. Right, you know, as yeah. long as it, even even negative press is good word of mouth, right? It travels fast. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. like, I mean, the, 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 you know what It'll I mean? draw the, attention. The yes, exactly. <laughs> it does what it needs to do. But but um, yeah, man, to have other people talking about you and, and sharing your work. Congratulations, thank you. I feel good. Yep. So that's uh, so that's what you're it's having fun, be. aren't you? It is a lot of fun. You know, it's it's tiring. It's it's a oh, lot of suck energy. It up, dude. It's a lot of energy. <laughs> hey, dude. When you get to my age, oh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. When you get to my age in twenty years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, Jim's gonna be twenty. Yeah, it is twenty. Yeah, Jim, the big toes closer. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, are you talking at I ten this year with this uh, book? Uh, I'm talking. Danielle's I mean, uh, got me doing something. I don't yeah, know exactly what, what it is. I'm definitely emceeing. I think I'm talking. I don't know everything that I'll be doing, but I will be. It's like, not time yet. <laughs> we like to surprise him. Yeah. Yes. They're going to surprise me. They're going to say, hey. They say, here's, your, here's everything. You can't open it up until five minutes before. <laughs> hey, that's okay. At Toastmasters, right? we, we have table topics. You we, throw in a topic. Is that how that works? Talk yeah. about it for yeah. a minute and a half we, to two minutes. We've been kicking around doing a breakout session well, yep. based yeah. on the book. So Very cool. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. I see we rows can, of orange computers and students standing at them trying to figure out their value. Right, could be. You, know, you remember, like in the, I don't, they may still do it. I don't know, but like in the in the, I say the old days, but late nineties when you go in to apply for a job at like a Walmart or a Best Buy, they had the six computers up front. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I see. Now that we may have the Ash meter, it yeah. shows where you are. You know, and then, yeah. then we may have a where instead of where's Waldo, where's your Ash? Yeah, we may do that's that. That's good. I, I like Scavenger uh, hunt. More interactive <laughs> installments. Yeah. So, do you have like an like an Ash personality test, like like the Berkman or the? Do you have like an orange, orange, slight orange, or? No, no, I don't think so. I, the, the personality is one piece of it. So there's so many. In fact, I list on one page a whole bunch of the personality assessments you can look at. But uh, it's I, the ash value. There isn't going to be one ash value. Right. You won't have one. Remember, I mentioned that dimensional model at 300 dimensions. You're going to have multiple ashes, and they're going to change, and they're going to flex. So the Shame. key is it's going to be like a tetrahedron it is and the key is going to be how to take all that because these guys are really smart and they see it in their heads and i kind of see a little picture of it too but i gotta figure out how to show that to people yeah mm-hmm. yeah because it's complex but because we're complex people we're all different how to show that in a way that makes sense that's i think going to be our bigger challenge over the next couple of years is how to do that i think so. it's just orange it's, it's a color it, 
Yeah. It could, could, you, could be. Shades. Color. How many shades of orange? I, I have a friend in, in, in my life who tells me <clears throat> they don't know what happiness looks like, but it's yellow. <laughs> you know? Like, like honestly, that, like, that's how they see... And I don't know if it's synesthesia or anything like that, but that's how they see certain things. They couldn't put words to it, but the feeling is... Yellow. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe your feeling is orange. Look it up. It's kind of cool. Hmm. It works. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's like, yeah, we're yeah, out. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> time to wrap this up. <laughs> so, well, honestly, we are kind of at the end of time here, yeah. but is there anything else that we need to uh, uh, address or on i10wire.com? Go get yeah, tickets. Yeah, uh, get signed up for the newsletter. Get signed up. Uh, follow us on social media. I can't talk right now. It's lunchtime. Yep. Um, we're still hammering out programming stuff right now, but we're going to start making some announcements. There is an agenda up on the site right now. Give yeah. you a rough idea what the time frames are for it, so you can go there and check that out. And we hope to have a link up to uh, book your room, get registered here very soon. So it um, is two different uh, um, venues. Yes. Next to each other, but we're it, you're growing. That's yeah, that's notable. Good thing. Yeah, we're planning on more breakout sessions, but um, some other things that we haven't tried before. So it'll be an interesting experiment Something like it new. is every year. Fireworks. I yeah. I'll have to go this year. I haven't gone before. Yeah, you're going to need to be there. You yeah, must you, be you there. will have to be there. Do not leave the wingman hanging. Nope. nope. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> because to All be this in, hard work will go back. No, to I'm be kidding. in both places, I need to create the hologram. So I'll yes. actually be physically in one spot. And the yeah, hologram we're, we're working. Um, you know, last year we did the VIT dinner offsite. Um, and we're working to kind of consolidate everything, keep everybody in one place. Um, so just, like I said, be on the lookout. We're, we're hammering out the details as we go, as we always do every that's year. That's what they do. And I was going to say, that's why I say what behind they do. the scenes, they do this stuff. Then through summer, and then Jim gets to panic mode. And he has his cycles. Mm-hmm. We watch it. Mm-hmm. He's a good right no, now. This is this is the good Jim right now. It's not a cycle. It's <laughs> just a great <laughs> valley. Creative Jim right now. Months. It is a deep valley right now. We have to yank him back up. Right. Yeah, come on, Jim. It'll look but, up there. Yeah, got a great crew, so it, it always works out. So I'm not worried about it. We'll cool. Okay. That's what he says now. So, itenwire.com. Yep, go get signed up for the newsletter and stay in touch. Yep, and then I think we had also talked about having some, well, whether it was LinkedIn or social media, but some groups that we were going to start entertaining. Oh, create this, a Facebook group page, yeah, yeah. So, so we get more interaction yeah. going on. It's a great yeah. idea. So yep. if people want to help shape it or want to be part of it or or just want to have a voice on what we do. Yeah, we are looking to. Uh, we have a LinkedIn group page, believe it or not. It's been dormant for a while. We're going to try to revive that. I think Paul, that's something Paul should. Yeah. yeah, he's got nothing to do. We should leverage his networks. <laughs> Crank it. <laughs> yeah, but the Facebook group page is coming too. We're, yeah, we're, we're gonna put all that together. So, so which are, are quite effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you use them in your practice? I, I mean, I don't have one personally that I use, but I know I'm in a couple of them that you know people utilize them in the right way. Yeah. You what a great way to get like tips and answers and questions and driven uh, results and. Yeah. Well, when I started live streaming stuff, that's how I figured it out so fast. I just started mm-hmm. asking people. Be, I was I mean, flooded with people that wanted to help. the same place versus... Well, that's been know. the challenge, too, is, you know, this... I say this every year. I want this to be a conversation that continues after October, whatever day we wrap on. And I feel like things kind of die off towards the holidays and all that, and we try to get things cranked back up again. But I want to have a place where people can go and talk about current issues that are going mm-hmm. on, things they've learned, things they want to share. And, you know, <clears throat> social media is obviously a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's time we, you know... Make, make the jump in their face. I think you need a Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know anybody throws parties? Because I need one more of those to go to in December. I Gulf Coast used to have one. We had one with. You I had one Gulf last Coast. year, didn't you? Or was it cocktails? Way back when. We'll be in touch, Bree. <laughs> the get, your card. You get your card. Get your card. There you go. See how that's done, ladies and gentlemen. Right here. So let, so. Yeah. Let them. 
you know, share where yeah, they, how yeah, do you how find, find your book, yeah. Paul Carney? I think it's on Amazon. Yeah, that's it. It's on Amazon. <laughs> uh, and uh, in Kindle and paperback. Or you can come out to paulcarneyworks.com and see some great – do we have additional information out there, including some tools they can download? So Yeah. All the social media is at Paul Carney Works. Yes. Yes, at Paul Carney Works on all the different social media. Is there anywhere locally, physically, or it, it's all print on demand? So you, it's all print on demand through okay. Amazon. I mean, I have some copies with me at times, but uh, but for yeah. the most part, people usually order through Amazon and then going and, down the and, road, throw them out the window. Yeah. Yeah. At, at an airport near you. <laughs> at an airport near you. That's right. <laughs> Bray, where Soon. can we find you? Uh, see, my website is marketingwellplayed.com. Um, my uh, social media handles are at social icon LLC. Um, and I'm usually in the co work annex space. And if I am not, you can call me, but I may have a toddler. On the line too, so <laughs> just be well aware. That's the assistant, <laughs> yeah. yes. Bree is everywhere, all the time. Yes. And where else? I Tim Wired. I Tim Wired. Yeah, that's Twitter. Really, Instagram, all you need to know. Just yeah. go to the website and it'll point you in the right direction. Yeah. All right, guys, we're out. That's Thank it. Thank you, Keith. I don't have any. We don't have any sign off. That's that's what we need next. We need we need to sign, sign off music. Yeah. No, hey. I got that. Got the music. No, we need go. the move your ash. There you go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're out. Hashtag. This has been I10 Wired Radio. For more information, visit i10wired.com. I10 Wired Radio is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, App River, and 850 Media.